0: Aloha nui kako, Avelina mai, Ikea Pukana, Bahi Podcast, Ho'i the podcast. Okay guys, I have a lot of shit to talk today, okay? So, I like have been wanting to do a podcast for so long. I've been wanting to throw like a bunch of stuff up on Patreon and like focus more on Patreon. So we're going to talk a little bit about updates. We're going to talk a little bit about um, like Native Hawaiian business. And then we're going to talk a little bit about a couple of incidents that have like really brought to light some stuff for me and really we're just talking today about Native Hawaiian people, native people, indigenous people, it's okay to be fucking mad and it's okay to be fucking sad and it's okay to feel all of these feelings and you know like I always say your anger and your your kaumaha is sacred and your grief and your pain that you carry with you that is literally engraved in your DNA but also don't forget just like our resilience and our strength and our love and our compassion and all of those awesome things are also engraved in our DNA from our kupuna. So are super fucking heavy things like traumas and dramas. So, I'm here to tell you that if you are a Native person, if you're an Indigenized person, if you're a displaced Native person, especially... Um, Don't let nobody fucking tell you that you're being a bully. I mean, people don't tell me this, but I know you guys be thinking it. That, oh, wow, she's such a bully because I be calling people. Well, okay, you know why I think that? Because, okay, sorry, I'm making breakfast. So (laughs) I have, like, literally five. If you guys thought I had 500 things to do before, I have 501 things to do now that we have the store and everything. Like, oh, my gosh. And my daughter is transitioning into, like, going to school. So it's just a super crazy time every time is always a crazy time and i also want to touch on that and talk about your business keeping you in survival mode okay so for accountability what i'm talking about right now i'm gonna go ahead and talk about the two incidents first and then i'm gonna talk about your business keeping you in survival mode trauma responses and then we'll go through some updates i'm like i need to write that down really quickly for real because i will literally forget okay so i just said First, we're going to talk about (laughs) the two incidences, and then I said we're going to talk about uh, survival mode business, and then we're going to talk about updates and upcoming stuff, okay? Um, So, you hear that Portuguese sausage freaking ASMR, bitch? Listen... If you're listening from somewhere that is not Hawaii and you don't have Portuguese sausage, I hope that brought you a little bit of a little bit of home love. But anyway, um, okay, so we're starting off with the two incidents. So these are two things that have happened within the past like um couple of weeks that I just was like at first I was like okay, and then after discussing it with some close people to me that I trust and respect. I was kind of like, you know what? This is the whole point. And people like, this is the whole motherfucking point, okay? So the first incident was there was somebody on social media that was posting the use of ohi alehua in LA. Um and after doing some digging, I I'm not 100% sure, okay? I'm not 100% sure. I'll be the first to admit that because I haven't asked her, but I am 99.9% sure that this woman this lady this girl this vahine that is doing that is participating not just participating that is exploiting a native hawaiian art and profiting off of a native hawaiian art and she's not native hawaiian okay so you guys already know my beef with that because like hawaiians have been systemically pushed out of our homelands we, you know there is the whole like i am fucking honestly sick and tired of explaining why it's not okay for non-native hawaiian people to profit and make a dollar off of native hawaiian art like to begin with but then like you add in all of the oppression and all of the fucked up history of Hawaii in america and western influence in hawaii and it's like even more it's like sickening really okay so first of all normalize asking businesses if they're hawaiian owned and operated if they're using hawaiian language hawaiian culture hawaiian history hawaiian concepts hawaiian manao normalize fucking asking are you hawaiian okay because it is such an awkward space and place i be asking bitches all the time and i'm still i still feel so awkward okay like for real and i have to like force myself to tell myself hold up, girl she's she's sizzling i have to like really remind myself okay that That colonized part of my mind that's telling me it's racist, it's discrimination, it's, you know, mean, it's targeting, it's singling people out, it's separation. It's not. It's just, um, there are, okay, this panel that I was on the other day, this woman, it described it beautifully. So she only does textured hair. She only practices on texture, or not practices, she only will take clients that have textured hair And the people working in her salon, she owns a salon named called Native Studio Salon, I think is the name of it. Um, But her name is Selena. Selena McManus, I believe is her name. Selena, I forgot her last name, but so the studio that she owns, she only brings in um, other women that do textured hair as her employees. Right. Or like people that rent space from her at her store love that for her first of all second of all she was talking about how there's so many places that as a white woman or as you know somebody with um western typical not typical but like standard hair I would even say there's plenty of places they can go there's not a lot of places that women with textured hair um like of you know that a lot of the times us native indigenous ethnic people have can go to so her goal was really to provide like a safe comfortable space for native women and native people to come get their hair done so like okay where was I going with that I was talking about Selena because it was like Oh, yeah, there's plenty of places that you can go market your shit. There's plenty of things that you can do as a white transplant, as a non-Hawaiian transplant, as an ally of the Hawaiian kingdom, which this girl isn't even because if she was, then she would have listened to a native Hawaiian practitioner. Tell her, bitch, don't be doing that. But anyway, so, normalize asking people, are you Hawaiian-owned and operated if you are making a dollar off of Hawaiian images, Hawaiian concepts, Hawaiian this, that, blah, blah, blah. Second of all, um... So I message her, right, and I tell her, hey girl, I was nice about it. I said, hey girl, you know, I don't know if you know, but there's a moratorium on Ohi Alehua. A moratorium means you cannot, this isn't what I told her, but basically I'm just describing to you guys, like a moratorium was placed on Ohi Alehua. So my Hula genealogy comes from the, the Kanakaole genealogy of Hula, and everybody knows K, que Queen Antikuhi, Queen Kanaka Kanakaole, they are the the speaking, living voices of Hula, of Laka and her forest um gangi, right? So when they tell us to not be picking Ohi Alehua, you better shut the fuck up and not pick... not Don't even look at that Ohi Alehua. Don't even smell her, okay? All you're doing is protecting her and making sure that we're not endangering Ohi Alehua even more. Like, I don't even understand... Okay, I guess people like that don't really know the importance of... Number one, ohia in, like, actual culture Practitioning, not just fucking making a lay To sell it to some fucking haoles on Instagram Um Or maybe they don't understand the importance Of somebody like Auntie Uh, and Auntie Pua asking And not just them, like, there's all kind of people Even, like, biologists and scientists and all that kind of Western bullshit, but to me anti-kikuhi and are like you know what they say is law and like i said in my caption on instagram this ain't no fucking western non-bullshit okay so that's why you know i guess if some people are not in the right communities they don't even know about this kind of stuff they don't know so i figure i give her the benefit of the doubt and i tell her hey girl moratorium don't be doing that because even if you think that it's a healthy tree and i give her the whole fucking spiel that native hawaiians are fucking tired of giving to people already because you know what we all like for a while i gotta like like, do your own damn homework before you step into an arena like that. Do your own fucking homework on what you should be picking and what you shouldn't be picking and how and this and that. Don't just be stepping into it and saying, oh my god, I took a fucking Aulani course on 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 lay making and this, that, blah, blah, blah. And now look at me, I'm out here making Haku Lay punt because the style is Vili, as somebody brought up, or Hilo. Most of the time, and you're not even doing a fucking Haku style, so educate yourself or get the fuck out get the fuck out anyway because you shouldn't even be doing that but anyway so she never even replied to my message okay S- but instead of replying to my message she decided to post another picture of two ohi alehuales that were different because the first one was a different color and then the second one she would post had two with different color lehua. so i knew and then the whole caption was like brah I get this shit. The whole cat. I feel like we're, like, FaceTiming right now, bestie. I feel like we're, you know, I just called you to, like, called my best friend to talk some mad shit about some stupid bitch on the internet. But, anyway, so then, she, she made her caption on the double A, um, I, some bullshit along the lines of, I harvested this from a healthy tree, my neighbor gave it to me, um, go check out this girl who is Hawaiian, eh. And um, makes these videos saying that it's okay. And so I was like, number one, she'd be dragging other Hawaiians into it because I can fucking tell by the way that she's not, like, defending herself. She's hiding behind other people that she's not Hawaiian. I can fucking tell because when you are Hawaiian, you're going to put that shit in your bio, bitch. <laughs> and even if you, it's not in your bio, you're going to make that shit known. And if somebody calls you out, you got going to make that shit known. You're not going to fucking hide behind other fucking Hawaiians and say oh well this one person this one person this one person out of like the tons and tons and hundreds of other cultural practitioners that are telling us not to this one person said it was okay and then this one other person gave me some so i figured oh might as well right and just like that other fucking lame bitch a couple years ago whose lame ass excuse was like well i asked the tree and my kūpuna in the tree said yes like girl girl miss girl don't fucking come at me with that shit But anyway, so that happened, okay? So I was all, that is literally why I made that real is because I was on my treadmill this morning and I was thinking, well, okay, no, that's not why, okay? So the second incident, so the second incident that happened was I am organizing a Kanaka owned business market in, on Hawaii Island in the middle of April, or it is April, bitch, in like two weeks. So number one, I want to address how difficult it was to put together a list of Kanaka owned business, kan- sorry, Kanaka owned business vendors in Hilo. I've talked to a couple of my friends. So I used to live on Hawaii Island for about six years when I was going to college. And then after I graduated, I just stayed there because I absolutely love, you know, it just was a home for me. And um, I just found a lot of Pilina and connections there that I was like, yes, i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna stay here and nurture this for a little bit and then i'll go back to oahu alua and take everything that i've learned and help my poor poor oahu because girl she's drowning but anyway so what was i talking about (laughs) oh yeah so when i was living there you know it was like i you know i hate to say it but well not hate to say it because that's the whole point of hilo but hilo is a little bit behind um the times and it took a while for like even some kanaka entrepreneurs on hawaii island that i knew to kind of get going and it was more of like the older scene not so much like a younger kanaka entrepreneur scene um so that was the scene in a in when i left in 2018 so it's been four four years four years since i left and um in those four years since i left i was like kind of disappointed well i mean there's been a you know that last Hilo market that i did that was a that was um that was only like five or six vendors though and even then was a little bit hard time so this one is 20 vendors so you guys know me i love providing opportunities for our kanaka to network for our kanaka to get the spotlight okay so let's talk again about how important it is for kanaka-owned businesses in hawaii to really get the spotlight and to get that moment to shine and somebody had told me they were like yeah it's about time we have a kanaka-owned business market around mary monarch you know what i mean like come on um but anyway so i was having this makeke and i was planning it and putting together vendors and it was like so difficult literally to fill the space and i honestly don't ever have a hard time filling the space of markets normally like it's like there's Hawaiians that want, you know, that, that are just happy that somebody is here to shine light on our business and, and give us an opportunity that maybe otherwise we might not get a chance to and be willing to work with us with things like no business license and, you know, all of that stuff, like first time uh, pop-up peeps. So, it was... Oh, okay. Alright, let me go check. Hold on. Now, I forgot what I was talking about, but, um, so Kanaka-owned businesses, yeah, so it had kind of fallen off, and I was talking to my friends, and, you know, my Hawaii Island friends, and we were saying, yeah, like, the Kanaka-owned business community on Hawaii Island has kind of, um, has fallen off, and, like, you know, due to the pandemic, and due to, like, a lot of different economic factors, and this and that, um, and I was, like, kind of sad, because it was really hard to fill up spots for the market, and I normally don't have a problem with that, um. So, yeah, I was kind of bummed out. But all of the awesome, awesome um, businesses, Kanako phone businesses that did sign up, I'm super excited to shine some light on them. So I'll talk more about that at the end of this podcast. But anyway, so I was uh, my mom. She's so awesome. She always posts when we go somewhere or like just when we have events in general on Facebook because <laughs> I never get on Facebook ever because it's for old people now. So she always posts my stuff, like my flyers and stuff, on Facebook, um, and people will reply because she, you know, she she just be on Facebook being an old person making connections, and so um, sometimes people will reply, and people had replied to this mm-hmm. listing or this market, and they were like, "Hey, do you have any room?" And the flyer that I I I want to be very clear about this, the flyer that I posted said Kanaka owned business. no, it said Kako Kanaka, Hawaiian owned business ho'olaulea. okay. And it would like specifically said something at the bottom, like, oh, no, that was the new one that I made. Never mind. But it said Hawaiian owned business. okay? And then this guy reaches out to my mom and he's like, hey, do you have any room? So I message him um, and I'm like, hi, you reached out about joining our Hawaiian owned business market. Um, It's on this day and this day from this time. This is the vendor fee. Are you still interested? Let me know and I can give you more information. And he's like, oh, my gosh. Yes, I am Kamaina of twenty-five years and I learned I am what did he say? I am Kupuna Kumu Lao da 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 da, da, da like listing all of these titles, you know, that he's amassed over his twenty five years of being a Kamaina here. Um and he basically was like giving his credentials and this and that and honestly I I was like I said it twice. I said it in the flyer. I specifically said, you want to come to our Hawaiian-owned business market? And he said, I'm Kama'aina. So I was like, maybe he's just an older kupuna, you know what I mean, that is trying to tell me, like, he's Kama'aina to his practice for 25 years? I don't know. I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, honestly, because I was like, that's why I made it clear when I reached out without having to be like, hey, what's up? Are you fucking Hawaiian? You know what I mean? So... Whatever. And then I talked to somebody else and I was like, you know what, bestie? Because then we started to talk about it. And then I was like, he does understand what I'm saying. Whoa, that scared me. I was like, he does understand what I'm saying. And he's choosing to not. He's choosing to say it like that. You know what I'm saying? Instead of straight up being like, no, I'm not Hawaiian he's choosing to say just like the other girl hiding behind i am a Kamehameha of 25 years i learned from this kupuna i have done this for this long and these are my credentials and da 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 and i'm just like but are you hawaiian because the and it's like not racist and i know it does sound racist and he came back and he was so anyway i had to message him directly and be like straight up are you ancestrally native hawaiian and he was like no i'm not but i'm local for 25 years and I've learned from this kupuna and blah 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 and I was like you know what uncle I'm so sorry that I didn't clarify this earlier like I was really polite about it and I explained to him about like the systemic displacement and oppression of native Hawaiians in our own homeland and how it's super important for us to create and hold these spaces for native Hawaiian owned businesses and blah 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 blah. and like you know like really drawing the whole picture for him because I had tried to previously and he wasn't getting it and I didn't want him to think like i was fucking being racist or like oh this fucking holly guy because i wasn't and that's awesome and like i always say like supporting local is super important too but there's just a time and a place for everything and so i told him i will definitely keep you in mind for future markets but this one particularly is a hawaiian owned business market and then he came back and he was like you are discriminating my kupuna told me that this would happen to me but i never thought that the aloha like you f- oh all of that fucking shit and then I was kind of just like okay take a deep breath and so I explained like it's not discrimination it's just giving it, it's 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 holding sp- like I don't even know how else to explain it except for like Selena said there's plenty of places you can go and market your shit that native Hawaiians because of the systemic oppression and displacement. Cannot always access because of racism and discrimination, cannot always access because of financial hardships due to being stuck in the Western system, even though we don't want to be and we'd rather trade and alpha a system, everything cannot access. So it's like you know what I'm saying, Bestie? It's like all of that shit and like all of these things are fucking microaggressions to be completely honest that bug me like every day and I have to deal with all of this shit as a business owner as a native Hawaiian as an uh, as an indigenous person in general you know what I mean these are the everyday struggles that we all deal with (sighs) so anyway that's motherfucking that moving on to the second thing we're talking about today survival mode okay I you know what I think that might be like a whole nother podcast because this one was already really long but I just want to say really quickly um that I came across a realization the other day that my business is keeping me in survival mode so um certain trauma responses are formed in your body and emotionally and mentally when you experience trauma and your whole life after the trauma is um unlearning and reparenting yourself right because you don't want the trauma responses you don't want the fight flight freeze avoidant attachment all of those like nasty ha- not nasty all of the habits that you had to use in order to survive during your trauma and after your trauma to cope with the trauma are valid and that's what you needed to literally survive but now that the trauma is done and we are in a space of healing it's like okay how do i get out of survival mode and into thriving, right? That's always kind of what we're looking at now is okay, I've I've acknowledged that there's generational and historical trauma. I've acknowledged that it is important for me to work through this and heal this so that my child doesn't experience this. And then it's like okay, okay, but now what? And I'm doing all of the activities. I'm doing all the healing. But I can't get out of survival mode. Because my fucking business is keeping me there. So I had this conversation with my good titas. Kehau and Keliko and Keala. Kehau Keliko, Keala. Look at that. Um, You know. They're my hui, la hui. They're my my small Native Hawaiian business owned titas. Um, And we kind of all were like, holy shit. Yeah, same. And I don't like it. And so taking a look at how you're operating things and taking a look at how you're operating yourself right like it's not just like i let my business bleed into but it's like for me it's bigger than just a business and that's the problem like my business represents my lifestyle and my beliefs and my core values really so it's like you know what i'm saying so it's all like this i don't know bruh it's fucking hard we're still figuring it out but like i said maybe that's another podcast for another time last thing updates and upcoming um it's been super super busy getting into our new space and like more importantly getting enough stuff done to pay rent for our new space and like adjusting our sales adjusting our orders to see what all of that looks like so thank you guys so much um especially especially my patreon people i have a lot of really good patreon content coming see the problem is i don't know how to properly market that all my good shit is going to be on Patreon, because that's how I want it to be, I want all my real good shit, like the real good good, to live on Patreon, and you got to pay to access that, you know what I'm saying, um, but anyway, so Patreon, I would sign up for Patreon if you can now, while it's cheap, because prices are going up, bitches are getting cut, nah, nobody's getting cut, I don't know why I said that, but, (laughs) um, Patreon, you got a lot of really good stuff coming your way, hilo april 22 and 23 we have a bikini release coming shortly after that i know i always say we bitch it's just me um but it's never just me it's always we you know what i mean uh we have a bikini release coming up shortly after that uh when we return from hilo oh this saturday so oh tomorrow tomorrow we have printing workshop 4 p.m to 6 p.m Come learn how to do everything, literally from the start to the finish, from making your own screen to aftercare of your items. Uh, It's at the Atelier on Oahu. The link is in my bio on my Instagram to sign up for that. It's not too late. And there's two ways you can sign up. You can sign up with a printing kit where you get to take home everything that you need uh, to start on your new hobby or your new business or your new activism as a creative medium um or you can sign up without the printing kit and just take the workshop and use the stuff that i have in office and then give it back at the end um so that's happening tomorrow sunday we have our very first valao from 4 to 5 p.m in office again at the atelier so real quick promotional spot for valao so i know a lot of people have been asking me like what the heck is valao like like what really is it it is a native hawaiian women's circle where we learn and we learn from each other and we teach and do hands-on activities and the whole point of a is healing generational trauma um it's meant for you to take some time out to self-care it's meant for you to connect with other amazing women that are native hawaiians that are doing really good things It's meant for you to learn new practices. It's meant for you to engage in ceremony with your sisters. It's meant for you to be introduced to new books and new products and new people and all of those kinds of things. Um, Yeah, like I said, it's really just a Native Hawaiian women's circle where we're coming together and healing together and sharing and growing together. Uh, So it's not too late to sign up for that either. Link is in my bio. That's on Sunday. And then uh the rest of april we're pretty much jamming for hilo when we get back from hilo in may may 7th there is a a market a mother's day market in eva beach so we'll be out on the west side for that one um and then end of may end of may we have our evening bougie fundraiser coming up so keep an eye out for that i'm not going to say anything else other than that but keep an eye out for end of may um hot girl summer is right around the corner y'all Hang in there. That is a lot. My breakfast is ready. It finally just finished. I'm sitting here with my salsa eggs from Ala Koa, my salsa spinach eggs, and my Portuguese sausage. So, have a beautiful, ooh, and my moldy ass beautiful kupuna poi that I'm totally going to just like enjoy this breakfast. So, have a beautiful day, my lovelies. Ahui ho kakou. It's nice to be back in this podcasting space. Mahalo noko olahe anamai.